This podcast is not suited for younger listeners. The events and people depicted in the show are based on true stories. Any resemblance or similarity to events past or present, or persons living or dead, are entirely a coincidence. is provided to you by listener support. If you would like to buy your host a one-time cup of coffee, the link is in the show notes. Hey everybody, this is Rosie from the Great Beyond, and you're listening to Storytime with Jay. The show that talks about the paranormal for people who love a good ghost story. My role on the show is to retell the ghost stories, but Jay is the main host. You can find us every week on Tuesdays at 5am Eastern Standard Time. We are on all your favourite podcast platforms. If you're ready, let's start the show. Here's Jay. Hi, Rosie. How are you today? I'm dead, Jay. Ha ha. Funny, Rosie. For you, maybe, but not for me. So, Jay, tell me about yourself. Well, what would you like to know? I want to hear your story. For starters, I was a professional photographer. I got into photography while serving in the United States Army. Fort Knox. Yes, that is correct. How did you know that? Please, keep going. One weekend, I was walking through town when I came across a pawn shop. Yes, yes, that's it. You sound excited. Hmm. Anyways, there was an old SLR camera with some lenses. Something about that camera made me want to buy it. The Pentax camera. Wait, hold on. How did you know it was a Pentax? Oh, I know. You do? But how? How do you know? I will tell you more in due time, but for now it is time for me to tell my first story. student who with his friends chose to visit a so-called haunted hotel in Tohoku, Japan during their college years. While driving to the hotel, everything seemed well. But after they parked and began walking, things started to go awry. Using their flashlights, They began exploring the structure when all of a sudden, everything became dead silent. There were no cicadas to be found. Furthermore, 
It was considerably darker than they had anticipated. To begin with, rural Tohoku isn't as well lit as Tokyo. But they couldn't see any lights from the roadway. In the end, they decided to leave the hotel since they hadn't seen any ghosts or anything unusual. Despite this, they couldn't locate their vehicle. There was no proof that they had even driven into the area where the car was supposed to be parked. After a few attempts at finding their way, they eventually returned to the road and found their vehicle. The car was in the other lane, it had four flat tires and its lights were blinking. The sun had fully risen and they realized that they had been wandering around for about eight hours. One of the friends said it was aliens. What they do know is that they entered the woods about midnight with fully charged phones and exited the woods. What they thought was around two hours later with utterly dead phones. Great story, Rosie. Say, have you ever been to Japan? No, I cannot say that I have. I have. I've been to Tokyo a few times, but never the area you mentioned. Tell me, Rosie, did you get to travel a lot before? Before my demise, I do not want to talk about it. Okay, Rosie, no worries. Before you get to your second story, though, I think we need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from Skillshare. There's a feeling you get when you realize that something you couldn't do before, now you can. It's a unique thrill created only through personal growth after missteps, mistakes, and awkward approaches. A breakthrough. Maybe it's something small, a new move, a twist, a trick, a tiny victory. Or perhaps it's a big leap. When the muscle memory makes the connection and practice finally does make perfect. And what seemed like a struggle happens seamlessly. When the hard work pays off and shoots of growth become beautiful blooms. A lifetime of learning offers thrills like these around every corner. Little celebrations, excitement at witnessing your own human ability to grow. Skillshare. Next week, I want to hear more about your little secret, Rosie. You've got my curiosity sparked. How do you know about me? I do not know what you are talking about, Jay. Are you fascinated about aliens? Last week, today, your first stories were all about aliens. Ghost, I know you want to hear about Ghost. I'm excited to hear your next spooky toy. Toy? Hmm. Your next spooky tale, Rosie. See, you got me so excited I can't even talk straight. Then I will start. Sit back and relax as I spin you a tell-off. I have fallen and, well, just listen. This is the narrative of a young man 
who lives in a high-rise apartment complex in the heart of Nagoya, Japan. While not brand spanking new, the apartment complex certainly wasn't a slum either. The rent was low and the place was nicely taken care of, but otherwise there was nothing special. Cindy lived in a single unit building, he considered his one neighbour to be particularly awful. The neighbour was quite noisy the first week he was there, frequently banging on the wall. When he initially moved there and was assembling his furniture, he realised he was being loud, but come on. Upon settling into his new digs, he expected them to relax, but this was not the case. He managed to make it through the first month before the odours became unbearable. That place had an awful odour. Like stale rubbish and human feces. He succumbed and phoned the building management firm who claimed they would check into it. There was a return call informing him that the apartment next door had been vacant for some time prior to his occupancy. They sent someone out after he said that he had seen the door open a crack a few times and they assumed it was a squatter. After a staff member and police officer knocked on the door and entered, they discovered nothing. Absolutely no trash or other indications of human habitation could be found. It didn't smell, either. He was confused. What was that loud banging noise and awful stench? He struck up a conversation with the building cleaner, who informed him that his unit was a Juco bucket. Turns out the renter before the prior one was an elderly man who died partially in the bedroom closet. After falling and banging on the wall for aid, he finally starved to death since his neighbours were away on holiday. Everything that was crashing and smelling bad was coming from his own apartment. He still stays there since, as he stated. It was inexpensive, and so long as he keeps the closet door open, he doesn't have any concerns with pounding or terrible odours. That was a fantastic story, Rosie. I really enjoyed it. But unfortunately, that is all our time for this episode. listening to another episode if you haven't already done so please visit the show notes or if you just want to buy me a cup of coffee just a one-time cup of coffee i greatly appreciate it i do love my coffee and with that being said this is jay scoville and i am signing off